0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you joining us today. Uh, You've already heard, this is the Weekly Business Hour. I'm Rick Schisler. I'm the host of the program. I'm also a Silver Fox advisor and the founder of OneBestConsult.com. And what we talk about is small business. I'm talking to business owners, managers, people that would like to own a business. And I want to thank all of you who are listening to this program for the support you've given us to make us one of the most popular small business shows in america you know there are lots of ways to catch us you can catch us live on conroe city fm every monday at 11 o'clock or you can listen to us through the app of the radio station lone star community radio i encourage you download that app so that you can check in on lone star lots of great community radio programs all locally cast and produced right there in montgomery county and we are broadcasting from montgomery county uh today in texas just north of houston if you don't live in the area and you're listening to this program because about 80 percent of our listeners listen through the podcast video cast that is out there posted on social media again thank you and i'm glad you're with us today as i mentioned. We are broadcast and produced on Lone Star Community Radio. It is the community radio station for Montgomery County, Texas. It's based in Conroe, Texas, in cooperation with the city of Conroe on the first floor of City Hall. I encourage you, join our community. We're a community of business people. We are here to help one another. We're here to ask questions, to challenge each other, and we do it through primarily this program. So that leads me to my first encouragement. I encourage, if you have a question, comment about the program, a particular challenge for your business, send me an email. It's real simple. Send it to rick, R-I-C-K, at IRLoneStar.com. That's rick at IRLoneStar.com. And I will respond. Oftentimes, we respond on the air. Uh, We have a segment that we do from time to time called The Mailbag. And that's where we go to an email that somebody submitted about a particular business question that they have about their business, their situation. And then we turn around and offer our perspective on that, hopefully providing them with some advice that they can turn around and use to meet the challenge they have. A quick thought as we start today, uh, you know, it's all about the heat right now, right? We're in the middle of summer and we're having tremendous heat day in and day out. Uh, don't know when it might end. I've heard various forecasts, but so far they haven't been accurate. But uh, here the heat, 100-plus degrees consistently day after day after day it is a little bit unusual. Uh, usually we have 100-degree days, but they don't last for weeks, maybe a few days at a time. What are you doing to handle the heat? What are you doing about the heat in your business? Uh, I suspect many people are just grumbling about it. Employees are grumbling about it, vendors, customers, uh, everybody's talking about it, but nobody's really talking about solutions, really not talking about how can we help it. Well, the first thing, my first question to you is, how do you help your customers? Well, there are ways to help your customers. Make sure the environment that you've created for the customers, if they come on site to do business with you, make sure that you're situation is so your business your office your storefront is nice and cool and comfortable make sure that's happening uh, because it's important i mean these are times where people are upset because it is hot it creates problems for some people very severe problems and it's being talked about all the time so you can really move ahead and increase your customers dependence on you and your business, if you provide a nice cool environment for them to do business in. In addition, there's all kinds of gimmicks out there, promotionals uh, that you can utilize, the question of the heat and the weather and get people's mind off of it, if not for a few minutes, but make people feel better about what's going on. Because right now, to me, this extended period has really got some folks down Second is what do you do for your employees? What can you do for your employees uh, about the heat? Well, first of all, if your business, your place of business where they work is not cool and comfortable, and that's the case, particularly in a lot of manufacturing businesses, make sure you've done all you can to make it a comfortable environment. If it's 100 degrees or perhaps hotter where they're working, there's no way that the good employees particular are gonna stick around week after week after week. Make sure you've got this ventilation issue. I know when I was growing up and my grandparents had a business, uh, there wasn't any air conditioning at that time, uh, not on a whole scale basis. And they set up a ventilation system uh, in their building like so many other people did in those times that the air just moved, It, it air moved in and out, and i'm not going to sit here and tell you boy it was great we didn't sweat but it was not uncomfortable uh to speak of and we were working in an environment that had steam and heat because of the equipment Um, so there are things that can be done today uh, even more so and again i'm not advocating go out and spend a ton of money but make sure that you provide what your people need if they're out on on the truck, so to speak, and they're working outside or they're making deliveries, make sure you've done what is possible to make them comfortable. It doesn't need to be 68 degrees in their vehicle, but you need to convey to them that you care about them as an employee and you're doing all you can. And last but not least, keep your eyes and ears open for solutions because I have personally seen on the television, I've heard discussions and and chamber meetings I've gone to about some creative solutions people have come up with. And again, this is a prolonged period uh, that begs for solutions. Will it ever happen again? I have no idea. It's one of the reasons I'd be careful how much I invest uh, long term. Uh, But I know one thing right now, you pick up a phone and call an air conditioning servicing company, and when they tell you how long it's going to take for them to get there, even if you're without, you'd be amazed, <laughs> and having alternatives even becomes more important. So keep your eyes and ears open, and in your business, what you want to do is stand out, that you are taking care of your people, that you care about your customers. To me, for the customers, this is another opportunity to positively market your business. Well, the Weekly Business Hour is currently where Montgomery County and businesses now throughout the world uh, come to talk about the latest in business news, business ideas, to improve their businesses, and be part of conversations that can make a real difference. I want to remind you as well that when you're, the show is broadcast live Monday at 11 a.m., we're broadcast on Facebook, YouTube, so you can watch as well as listen to the show. So we have the podcast, videocast, recorded a couple of days later, typically on Wednesdays, they are distributed and available for replay. Also, I want to remind you, don't forget, if you've got a question, you've got an idea, an observation, maybe a suggestion about a segment we should uh, add to the program, please drop me a line, rick at IRLoneStar.com. Well, today, I think we have a special treat. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we were able to interview an individual, who uh, is an expert. It's a very narrow uh, field industry that he works in, but he has a great expertise. Uh, And I'm talking about Gilbert Martinez. He's the owner of US Tax Resolution. Gilbert's entire business is focused on helping you when you get into trouble or have a problem with the IRS. And I think in the life of most businesses, if you're out there for 20, 30 years, something's gonna happen somewhere Uh, In my case, it wasn't even our company directly. It was a vendor who got in trouble, and we owed them money, as all their customers did, and the IRS basically seized their account receivable. So we had to send our check to the IRS, not to our vendor. And so we had to deal with them, and I took the step to hire an expert like Gilbert to help me make sure I had the right paperwork involved because there was no way, no how, I wanted to have any liability for the mistakes apparently that our vendor had made. So if you'll listen, it's this pre recorded uh, conversation with Gilbert. I think you'll find it very enlightening. I hope you never really have to use his advice, but oftentimes, some point, some way, you're gonna deal with the IRS, and I think Gilbert Martinez can help you do that. So please listen, and I'll be back once uh, the conversation with Gilbert is over. Thanks. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as promised, uh, we're going to have a chance to talk with uh, Gilbert Martinez. Uh, He is the owner of United States uh, Tax Resolution Company, a firm that will work with you when you have tax problems, particularly with the IRS. And I think uh, he has a lot to offer us. Hopefully, not many of us end up in that position. But if we do, we know where we've got a friend, someone who can work with us, and so Gilbert's agreed to visit with us today about that and his business background and his story, which I think you'll find very interesting. Gilbert, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Rick. Uh, thank you for having me.
0: Well, I appreciate you taking time today. Uh, I look forward to the education and information you're going to, to share with us, but to get started, I always like my guests to Tell everybody a little bit about themselves, their business background, kind of how you got to where you are today.
1: Uh, definitely. Um, I would say business background. I started a lot in consumer finance, um, uh, worked a lot of, you know, in the industry, just in numbers in general, uh, helping people out just in, in all, all aspects of uh, financial, uh, uh, finance, uh, problems with um tax issues, that sort of deal. I've actually been doing this uh, type of business here, tax resolution, for about 11 years now. Um, and I've worked together with uh, the our main tax attorney uh, that whole time. So um, I've got to learn a lot. Uh, I work right next to him every single day. So I get to uh, act like a sponge and just get all the information I can from someone that's licensed. So we work great together, and uh, I'm, a, you know, we help a lot of people that are in in dire needs and and not knowing where where to guide themselves uh, when dealing with the IRS. Um, so that's, that's basically it, Rick.
0: Well, you've been doing this for eleven years. Um, I've got to ask, what drew you to this particular business?
1: Well, this particular business. Um, I've always loved, you know, helping people out, you know, even when I was in finance and, you know, people with tax issues really have uh, very few options to go out there and, and find somebody they can trust. Um, having someone, you know, in your back pocket that can actually guide you in the right way, um, point you, in the, you know, in the right direction or, you know, actually being able to Take a look at your situation and customize a program that can um, really point you in the right direction and solve the issue, you know, once and you know, once and for all. Um, me myself, uh, I've helped you know hundreds, if not thousands, of clients uh, get out of certain IRS issues. Uh, you know, anything from unfiled tax returns to the IRS knocking at your door and you know looking around your home and wanting to seize property. Uh, We've, we've helped, uh, you know, countless people, you know, get out of situations. And what really drew me, you know, you know, to this, um, you know, this type of business is uh, you're constantly learning, you know, something new every single day. Not every client has the same issues. Um, So it's, um, it's a business that you can, you know, keep on learning every single day and, um, you know, uh, run into a, a new problem that you can, you can help somebody with
0: you know, in general, what, uh, in, in, in a, you know, I hear what you're saying, and I'm somewhat aware of my background and being in business the time I was of what creates a situation for someone to, you know, have to confront, if you will, the IRS or have issues with them. But in general, what in your experience really creates the need? What What happens to people? I mean, what, why do they end up where they end up?
1: Uh, yeah, it could be, you know, a, a number of reasons. Um, it could be to where you have someone that's, you know, making great money in the past years, you know, making a hundred, hundred and fifty, two hundred thousand $200,000 a year, whether they're W-2 or self-employed. And the economy just starts to, you know, go down. And of course they're not making the same amount of money they were, but they still have this tax debt that's luring from the past three, five, six, ten 10 years. Uh, when people, you know, um, financial situations change. Uh, They don't know that the IRS has options for them to either remove, reduce uh, their tax debt. And, you know, we're here to, you know, explain all the options that are available to them. Um, And that's just, you know, one of the ways that, uh, you know, people get into this, you know, this type of situation. There are certain industries out there that people just don't have the time to do their taxes. I get clients that come in and Five, six, seven years haven't filed their taxes. Don't know where, don't know where to get the information. Don't know where to start. And we can guide them and 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 do most of the work for them.
0: Boy, that's 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 pretty scary to me. If I haven't filed taxes in five plus years, uh, boy, that's amazing. So basically, you're dealing with people that really don't or have not done the proper planning, I guess, that they should be doing uh as far as it relates to taxes
1: exactly and in in, in, uh, rick it's it's not just the people that haven't you know planned properly um there's you know sometimes you know certain situations we run into where there's people that you know inherit a bunch of money and you know don't know how to file you know properly and end up with this big tax debt that they've got all this money and you know didn't file it the right way um I I get clients sometimes that, uh, you know, they trade stocks back and forth, don't report them the right way. And now the IRS says, Hey, you've got this big tax debt coming from these stocks that you didn't report correctly. So there's, don't think that it's just, you know, not filing your taxes and, and things like that. I mean, there's numbers of, uh, of situations that people get into that just they don't know how to navigate into business owners, new business owners that, uh, don't know the LLC laws, and you know, or get behind, you know, reporting the, you know, proper proper taxes. I mean, there's it, it's endless, it, you know, of running into people that have these issues.
0: Well, it sounds like uh, not only planning, but also people that uh, are not aware um, of the situation or what they need to do. They and 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 that kind of leads into the next area I'd like to to touch on is. You know why come to a professional versus trying to do it myself? And I think you've more or less answered that because <laughs> we just don't know the rules. We don't know the laws.
1: And, and that's exactly true. A lot of people, you know, you know, they would think, well, let me call the IRS and let me see where how they can guide me. Unfortunately, the IRS is not there to help you. They're they're there to help themselves. Uh, so, all the programs that are available to everyone, they're not going to spend hours and hours on the phone researching and trying to find out what they qualify for to reduce their debt. Uh, that's not their job. Their job is to collect as much money as they can from from taxpayers and, and move on to the next one. Um, we're here to explain what your legal rights are you know, when fighting the IRS and what options are available to you. There's hundreds, if not thousands, of programs out there for everyone. And we'll customize a program to make sure that we either remove or reduce that, that IRS debt and get you started from fresh.
0: Yes, I, it can be very daunting. It's funny, one of my, part of my philosophy in, in the last 20-some years I've worked with businesses as an advisor or mentor uh, is I encourage the new business owners, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you need to hire the right professionals. You need a lawyer, you need a mm-hmm. CPA, tax accountant, whatever, when you start. They, so they can guide you and, and hopefully keep you out of these uh, sounds like some massive potential issues. Uh, you know, they keep you out of the holes as you go along uh, that could really wreck your business or wreck your personal situation. Uh, but so many people don't want to spend the money for the professional. Uh, what's your advice to those people? I mean, I don't know how you navigate this world. Without a background, without knowledge, without experience,
1: and, and, and you you hit it right on on the head, Rick. I mean, my advice to all new you know business owners that to go out there, you know, if they don't have the money to go and, and hire the right attorney or hire the right CPA, um, first and foremost, I would get I would spend the money on a bookkeeper, and someone that's going to actually come in and be vested in how you run your business how you make your money and what you spend your money on as far as expenses go. I see that every single day. Uh, these businesses come into me and, and they say, hey, well, my CPA says I owe this. I did this. I did this. I go through the books and, you know, the bookkeeping is just way off. Um, the clients keep on telling me, man, I'm barely breaking even. I don't understand how I have such a tax, you know high tax bill. That's because CPAs are great at what they do, you know, they they do tax returns and they know how to put everything together. But if the numbers are not correct on the paper, they don't know how to you know, put your taxes together. So a, a great bookkeeper really kind of keeps everything in order, you know, for everyone else. Nowadays, you know, these these systems, these computer systems that the CPAs uses, it doesn't let them make a mistake. But if the numbers at the beginning are wrong, everything else is just going to crumble. And that's where I see a lot of new business owners just getting in trouble.
0: You know, that that's an old, old adage that's been in the business world, I don't know how many years, forever probably, uh, is the fact that it's impossible to run your business successfully unless your numbers are accurate, unless they're correct. And uh, the fact that either I don't take the time uh, to properly work with the numbers and get them in the right order, and I love your suggestion. Hire that good bookkeeper. If that's the only thing you can afford on day one, get a good bookkeeper. And I agree. That's at the core of so many of these issues. Uh, but so many times I have been asked by people to come in and help them. And they've been in business 10, 20 years. And they don't have good numbers. Uh, how lo- How did they survive that long? How did they make a living? How did they build a business? And they have no idea the reality of their numbers. They know their sales are going up, the revenue's up, but beyond that, not a clue. And some of these businesses are multi-million dollar businesses. So uh, it's an, a, pre, a pretty amazing world. Well, I can see all, right off the bat, Gilbert, you know, one of the attractions you have in this business because every case that you get, every client potential has the potential to be a different, unique story uh, for you to try to unravel.
1: That's very true. Very, very true. Uh, And and like I said at the beginning, I mean, we uh, we run into just just a unique uh, situation every single day uh, when we walk in the office. Um, You know, in in exactly what you said, I mean, people that have been running their businesses for years and years, um, you know, they see their revenue going up. They see, you know, money coming in. But, you know, at the end of the day, if, if it, everything's not reported the right way or, or calculated the right way, it just it, it gets them into issues you know, down the road. And the IRS is, you know, it's not over their back every single day. Uh, they love to wait. They love to wait and get companies into a certain situation. And once they're, you know, too far, you know, too far in, then that's when they come, you know, come after you. And it's like you say, an old saying, you um, Everything starts to happen when at, at the worst time, and and that's uh that's when they unfortunately just get a hold of us.
0: Yeah, that that's a well put because you hear these horror stories about people uh, getting that notice. Or uh, recently, there's been a couple uh, stories in the newspaper or news lines about IRS going to somebody's door and and knocking on their door and so on and so forth. Uh, but nobody wants to deal with the IRS. That's interesting. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's time we take our, our break uh, here for our first break of the show. Uh, we're going to take that time and when we come back, we're getting a little more specific with Gilbert and and let him make a point about using the services like he offers and, and what a profile, if you will, what it looks like when you definitely need to seek out the services that he and his business offers. So please stay with us. We'll be right back with you. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. Well, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you uh, for staying with us. Uh, our guest today is Gilbert Martinez, his company, is U.S. Tax Resolution, as Gilbert mentioned uh, in the first segment, he's been in business uh, in this particular area for 11 plus years, lots of experience, lots of unique challenges. Uh, he's seen them uh, and that experience, Gilbert, has just got to be worth its weight in gold. Well, let's talk about the profile of someone that could really utilize your services. Uh, there's several things, uh, that you've mentioned, uh, prior to the show, one of which is owing the IRS $10,000 or more kind of walk us through some of that.
1: Okay. So, you know, if we have a client that walks in the door and just, uh, you know, has a debt over Mm $10,000 and is just struggling to, you know, make ends meet, uh, if, if they're a business owner, if if they work for someone, whichever the case. Uh, the IRS has you know, programs, it, and it could be a number of things from either an uh, offer and compromise to where we can offer the IRS a certain amount of money uh, for their whole debt. And just the IRS will take a look at uh, their financial situation at the time. And if they deem that that client is, cannot afford to pay uh, the total tax debt, they'll take, I hate to use this term, but pennies on the dollar to um, take that take that amount instead of what they owe um, if if it's a client that you know used to make X amount of dollars back in the day and just is having a rough time now can't get back into that industry where you know that client used to make that kind of money uh, there's a way to keep the IRS off of your back there's a couple of programs that they'll put the uh, the IRS debt on the back burner. They'll say, hey, you know, we'll put you back there for two or three years. We won't mess with you. We won't try to garnish your wages. And, you know, hopefully in two or three years, you're back on your feet and making the money, and then you can afford to start paying us something. So there's uh, various different uh, programs out there and various different situations where people would use our services.
0: You know, one of the things uh, that a lot of people I, I, I sense, or at least in my conversations over the years, are not aware of is, is the fact that, you know, the IRS can file liens, they can levy, uh, and you mentioned garnishment. Uh, kind of explain to people in case they don't understand, um, you know, what each of those uh, are as far as a, in a sense of penalty uh, or a tool, if you're in the IRS, that they can use to put pressure on you uh, to make good on the debt they say you owe them because these can get pretty onerous to an individual as well as a business.
1: Yes. You, and, and that is the first thing that the IRS is going to look at. So if, if they see you have a debt, lien or levy, um, if you're a business owner, they're going to see what your business owns. If it owns any property, vehicles, it has a bank account that they can levy or garnish. Um, you know, they have access to it. And you're exactly right. They'll use that against you. Um, so. One morning you can wake up and try to use your your ATM card at the gas station and your your bank account has been locked. Um, people that are just you know running away from the IRS and just choose to ignore the problem, uh, they'll call their HR department and just tell the HR hey their next paycheck you're not going to give it to them you're going to give it to us and let him know. Kind of forces you to you know get on the phone and you're at the IRS IRS's mercy at that point. So they have different tools and and different scare tactics that actually work. So um, the difference is, you know, it just depends on your current situation. You own a home, they're going to put a levy or a lien on your home. You're not going to be able to refinance that home. You're not going to be able to cash it out, sell it without the IRS getting their dollar.
0: You know, I had a unique thing as a businessman happen to me with the IRS. In fact, it's the only time I've ever uh, in business I was fortunate not to find myself in a situation where uh, I necessarily needed your services. But at one point, we sold off part of a business that we had uh, and the individual bought it. We continued to offer It was part of a service, uh, uh, part of a business. And we continued to contract with him and, and buy the services as we needed them. And this went along for two or three, four years. And he seemed to be doing really well, you know, growing, uh, very responsive, doing all the right things for us as a customer. And he had some other customers. And all of a sudden, one day, uh, an IRS agent showed up in our offices and served us with a notice that he had incurred a tax debt. Uh, in his case, he hadn't paid, timely paid, uh, the employee withholding. And the reason they were on our doorstep is we were one of his creditors. We had an uh, owed him, uh, you know, every month we paid him X number of dollars. Turned out we were the largest one, which didn't surprise us. But they basically were levying on all the money that we owed him as a uh, as he was a vendor for us. And so we had to start writing every check, had to go to him. And another thing they did, which kind of put a crypt, in our operation is as we paid our normal typical bills every uh, every month, we had to show the IRS a spreadsheet that showed that we, on a percentage wise, as compared to all the other debt that we were taking care of to our vendors, that percentage wise he was getting, they were getting, this the at least as much or more than the percentage of his the receivable he had to uh, what we owed in general. So the IRS all of a sudden became our silent partner. Uh, (laughs) It it was a hassle. Uh, There was no threat to us, but they told us that if we underpaid on that formula they had, then we would be subject to them coming in and taking the money uh, from us that we owed him. So uh, I was amazed. I'd never heard of that. Uh, thank goodness though I had the the right mind to go out and engage a professional like yourself to represent us uh, so that the information uh, was accurate and it flowed and we paid off his receivable but they seized his business and everything else we had to find another vendor but uh, pretty interesting they I mean they cast a wide net
1: yeah they sure do I mean they'll they'll go after anybody and everybody that you uh, you know you associate yourself with so it just doesn't hurt your own business. It hurts uh, everyone else that you get into business with.
0: Yeah, it really, like I said, they they got a spreadsheet. Every time we did payables, they, got, they had a spreadsheet that they got, which again, was a little bit of a hassle, but still uh, they had to have it and be aware that we were paying everybody at the same percentage so that their debt would be liquidated uh, at the same rate. So it was kind of interesting, very, very interesting. Well, let me ask you, uh, why did you choose Montgomery County to be in business?
1: Uh, actually, um, uh, my wife, um, got a chance to join the chamber of commerce in uh, in Conroe. Uh, we kind of wanted to expand a little from where we originally started in Houston. Um, so that's, uh, that's really why we, you know, we decided to get into, uh, to Montgomery. Um, didn't see too many, uh, you know, too many, uh, resolution, uh, services, you know, tax resolution companies out in Montgomery. So just wanted to, you know, cast our net a little, little wider and, and, uh, help out as much as we can. How
0: have you found business to be in Montgomery?
1: It's decent. It's decent. Uh, you know, not any, uh, not many clients with, with, when very big problems, but, um, it takes time.
0: (laughs) Well, I, I know you know, and I know that Montgomery is, is, is just growing like, you know, crazy uh, from a business point of view. I mean, it has got such amazing growth and the city of Conroe being one of the fastest and not the fastest growing city, depending on what year you look at. Uh, it's uh, It's a wonderful place to do business.
1: Yeah, you're definitely right. I mean, you see, you know, Building after building after building, going up, homes being built, it's uh, it's it's growing uh, very, very fast out there.
0: But my sense after visiting with you today is that your business kind of doesn't come in the beginning. It comes as people have been in business for a while or employed for a while. You know, it's, it's a mature type business. And uh, so you may have to wait a, a while for you to show a real growth spurt. That is
1: true. That is true. But you've got to lay the foundation down someday. And, uh, you know, laying it down early is uh, is the only way to get ahead in this business.
0: I hear you. Just I love to ask each of my guests when I I talk to them, if I get a chance, what is your uh, vision or forecast for uh, the growth in Montgomery County, say, over the next five years? Five years from now, where do you see the business world up here in Montgomery County?
1: I mean, I, I see it expanding like, like everything else. Um, you know, I, I, I take, I'd like to take a look at, you know, how much real estate, you know, you see that's, that's being built now and it can really give you a general idea of what that city's going to look like in the future. Um, see a lot of homes being built, a lot of homes being bought. Um, I see, you know, uh, Montgomery County just, just growing and growing. So, um, uh, I, I think business is really going to grow um, and it uh, looks like a very profitable uh, uh, city to be in.
0: One thing I don't want to uh, let pass that the, the way when I asked you the question about, you know, what brought you to Montgomery County, you mentioned that your wife made contact uh, and became a part of the Conroe Chamber of Commerce. Uh, that is such a great connection to have is the Chamber of Commerce is that that one can can meet join it's a great way to get into a business community and i've had clients over the years that they miss that you know but it is a great connection particularly i I applaud you you and your wife that's as the initial step was to okay let's go see what the chamber of commerce is doing and we can uh, get a lot of questions answered i would assume uh, by doing that and uh, it's a way to kind of segue or open a business into a new area like you did with Montgomery County. So uh, congratulations on that. That's a savvy business move. And I encourage anyone listening to this program that's thinking about going into business, make contact with your business chamber. Uh, it, it, It just pays off in so many ways if you put a little effort into it. Well, Gilbert, I deeply, deeply appreciate you sharing with us your business. I suspect that you and I could probably sit here uh, the rest of the day and you could tell (laughs) some wonderful what I call war stories uh, about your dealings with the IRS and your clients and so on and so forth. If people have an issue or have a question, what's the best way for for them to get in contact with you?
1: Yeah, just uh, feel free, you know, give me a call directly. Uh, My phone number is 346-241-4029. I'm usually available, you know, Monday through Friday from from 9 to 8 o'clock.
0: Okay. And the company is U.S. Tax Resolution. And that phone number one more time?
1: 346-241-4029.
0: Again, thanks so much for taking time to be with us this afternoon. Uh, And we look forward... Ladies and gentlemen, I encourage you, you got issues with the IRS, don't sit on them. Don't hide from them. They're not going to go away. And at this point, if you haven't already done so, get a professional involved. Get somebody that understands how to approach things, understands what's available. That's one of the things I learned listening to Gilbert today is there's a lot of opportunity to solve your problem. You just have to know where to go, who to talk to what approach needs to be taken, and only a professional such as Gilbert, uh, I believe, can help you with that. So, well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you again for listening to our discussion with Gilbert, uh, and uh, thank you for listening to the Weekly Business Hour as well.
1: Audience of One, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. right here on Conroe's 106.1 and 104.5. Listen to the brain droppings of local hosts, me, Andrew Belchner along with the jewel of Montgomery County radio, Dick Schiessler. Topical musings, news stories, oddities, or just weird conversations that we normally have with ourselves, all mixed together with the occasional guest. You can also find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts.
0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Weekly Business Hour. I'm Rick Schiessler. I'm your host. And I hope you enjoyed the conversation that we had had with uh, Gilbert, Uh, Again, I think his advice is right on point. He's an expert in the field, and again, I personally hope you never have to deal with the IRS, but when and if you do, people like Gilbert can really, really make a difference, because it is definitely one of those times, if you will, that you want to dot those I's and cross those T's. Well, we have a, a, a conversation now that I hope you will enjoy. It's something that Is one of those issues that's uh, basically near and dear to my heart Uh, and I have lots of conversations with people about wanting to start a business. Uh, I'm willing at any point in time to give someone an hour or so to hear what their ideas or hear what they want to do, talk to them about their background if they're prepared to step off and own a business Uh, and more than half the time quite frankly I try to talk them out of it for one reason or another. So picking the right business, the business that's right for you, I don't think there's enough time spent on that. Yes, the idea that I pick a franchise and I can make this money and do that, but there's a lot more to it. Uh, It's not hard to do, but people don't take the time to make sure the business that they're looking at, that they're considering choosing, is a right fit for them, and by obviously getting the right fit, the right business, you increase your chances of success because as they would say, starting a business is really not for sissies. I've done it myself multiple times uh, and I've learned a lot. So let me share some of the things that I learned in starting a business. First and foremost, and the one we typically hear the most about is budget. Do we have enough money to start the business? Have we Put together some financial projections, particularly cash flow, because we all know that most businesses uh, take at least a couple years, some more, uh, in fact, in some cases, many more before you're even profitable, which most likely means that you're not going to be able to draw a salary. Uh, that happens uh, in most cases that I've experienced and the people I've worked with. So are you prepared for that? Uh, I mean, not only on paper, but are you prepared up here and here? Is your family prepared for that? That's a very, very important step that so many people gloss over. They're so excited because they've got this great idea. They're so excited that they're breaking the bonds of being in the corporate world, uh, almost a slave to their boss. And and I, I applaud all that. Good motivation, good reason to be motivated to start a business, but make sure that you're ready right from the get-go to face those initial challenges because there always be challenges, but one of the most important is do you have a budget? Have you put together a solid, realistic projection, cash flow and otherwise, to make sure that you have a shot at being successful? And the other part of that, I think, is where are you going to get the money? Are you going to get it from investors? Are you applying for some kind of financing Uh, and so on and so forth? Uh, And are those sources, are they on board with you? Uh, Because don't get started and say, well, I'll take care of that later. Uh, (laughs) Starting a new business, you're not the most attractive potential candidate for a lender, generally speaking. Uh, and that's why so many people depend on credit cards and relatives, etc., for the money they get or need to start the business. And uh, it's uh, very difficult. All of this should be lined up before you open the door for your first day of business. So please take the time. And I encourage you, as I will time and again, find a professional. Find an advisor. In this case, most likely, an accountant, a CPA, somebody that works with numbers, but also understands business. And I think there is a difference. There are good CPAs out there, good accountants, but they're not necessarily the ones that really understand business because you need them to understand your business, particularly if you're going to use them as an advisor, as well as a professional providing certain services. Uh, And I encourage you to find that advisor so that they can check your numbers with you and analyze them with you and make sure that you've got everything lined up like you should because quite frankly unless you're experienced in doing numbers unless you're an accountant for an example or a bookkeeper uh, you definitely need somebody that's got that strength on your team from the very very beginning the second thing is and this is the one I kind of smile and I was talking to somebody the other day, and they're doing this. And every time I hear the stories of someone taking this approach, I, I smile because uh, I can't imagine how they do it. But people successfully do it. But that's having the available resources uh, and time. And what I'm really talking about, in particular, as an example, are people who have a regular job and they start their new business is a side business. And when it reaches a certain point, the plan is they'll quit the day job and they will go to work full time in their business. Um, That's gotta be really challenging. I've never done that, but I've gotta believe that that's gotta be very, very challenging. So whether you are gonna quit your job or not quit your job, make sure though that you have the resources. Already talked about having the money. Don't anticipate making money in most cases for several years and take an, uh, you know, an inventory and analyze all the other resources that you need. Uh, one of the things you need to analyze at this step is should I just buy an existing business? There are pros and cons to that. Sometimes that's easier. Should I franchise? Buy a franchise. Lots of pros to that, but there's certain cons. It works for a lot of people, but it doesn't work for everybody because you're gonna give up a piece of your business a percentage. uh, But in return, if it's a good franchise, you're going to get a lot of assistance, guidance, and the use of a lot of experience that can help you be successful. So these kind of things I consider as resources and that you have that available time that you're willing in, if you're going to go full-time on the new business, are willing to put in the hours. If you're going part-time and let it grow, then what does that look like? either way, you've got to decide that you're willing to spend the time, the extra time that a new business requires. Last but not least, that I want to talk about today is scalability. Where do you want to go with this business? You know, one of the things I do when I first meet a potential client is talk about, okay, what's your exit strategy? And they'll look at me and say, well, I'm just going to work at this business in 10, 20 plus years, or I, you know, this, you know, I said, but what's the exit strategy? Let's set it right in the beginning. And it's very simple. When do you want to sell the business or turn it over to family? Or when do you want to dispose of it? Pick a year, five years, 10 years, you know, just, I'm not going to hold your feet to the fire, but you need to have that kind of vision, that kind of goal in front of you. Second thing is how much, how much do you want to get out of the transfer, the disposal of your business? Many times people work the business, they want to cash out, if you will, because they want to retire and they have a, an idea of how much money a, a good retirement is going to look like. Uh, make sure you have that number. And then third is to whom are you going to dispose the business to? Is it family? Uh, are you going to sell it to a strategic buyer who's in that industry? Or are you just going to sell it to someone who wants to be in business? But think through those, those decisions. Write it down. Uh, I learned uh, from a fellow Silver Fox uh, about this. Monty Pendleton, uh, a very wise and thoughtful, very successful businessman, uh, taught this lesson. Uh, He actually took a dollar bill and had his client write on there the answer to those three questions, you know, and you frame it and hang it there as a reminder. Uh, And if you ever have to adjust it, of course you adjust. But try to decide how big you want the business? What are you looking to do? Do you just want comfortable income? Do you want to grow this business and and sell, do an IPO? I mean, are you going to bring in outside money? Uh, all these things need to be considered up front. If you're going to head that way, there's certain decisions, practices, the type of people you hire, and on and on that you have to make right up front. So consider the scalability of your business. Well, those are three things I hope that, that help people. There are lots of other things to consider when you're starting the business. To me, the most single most important thing is consider your family and, and the impact on them uh, of what the business will have. You're successful or if you're unfortunately not successful, whatever it might be, uh, a business has a way if you allow it, of sort of taking over, and even if you're successful, make sure that your family, your spouse, fit in the business, that they're on board, and that you're able to keep them on board, and everybody's comfortable as you go down that road looking for the success you want in your business. Well, I appreciate you taking time to join us today. Again, the weekly business hour every week, Monday, 11 a.m. We're live on Conroe FM radio and also on YouTube and Facebook. And I encourage you, join us next week or go back into the library where you're listening to this podcast or videocast and listen to previous shows. And most importantly, if you know somebody that's in business, thinking about getting in business uh, for themselves, please share uh, this link, uh, share this show, uh, and potentially they could become a regular listener. We've grown in leaps and bounds. We have listeners all over the country now uh, and some overseas, which is really interesting. Uh, So please consider staying in touch and becoming a member of the community with the weekly business hour. And like I say each and every week and say to each of my clients on a regular basis, work hard, work smart, but most importantly, keep your eye on what's important for your business. Thanks.